Everyone is a character. All characters are Tatiana. Conclusion, Tatiana is everyone. You're listening to Tatiana is Everyone, an Orphan Black podcast. My name is Chris. And my name is Stephanie, and we are so happy to be back doing a more or less usual episode. It's been a while. <laughs> it has. It's It's been a weird summer. But thank you for your patience and letting us take a break in order to have a little more time to spend on some other podcasts that we are doing, but we are happy to be back. Happy to be talking about Orphan Black because Orphan Black began production for season four recently. Very exciting. So exciting. There was already a picture from from set. Did you see the picture that John Fawcett posted? No. Okay. It's adorable. Who is it of? <laughs> it's it's a picture of Christian Brune and Tatiana Maslany with John Fawcett. But here's the thing. Uh-huh. Tatiana Maslany is in her Helena look. Uh-huh. But she's smiling like Tatiana Maslany, and it's so confusing to me. It kind of <laughs> broke my brain for a little bit. <laughs> Well, I'll have to go check that out. It's adorable and also kind of weird and creepy. <laughs> right. Yeah. Just because like, that doesn't look right. <laughs> but we're super excited that Orphan Black is back in production. We're super excited to be back doing regular podcast episodes. And we're starting off today with one of the a short episode. We're going to be alternating longer episodes with shorter episodes during the hiatus. And in this episode, we thought we'd talk about Marcy Coates. Somebody wrote in suggesting that we talk about some of the more minor characters. So we're going to start with Marcy. We are. And uh, we actually tweeted Amanda Bruegel, who plays Marcy Coates, basically asking if she had any input that she'd like to share. And she she wrote back with, I think Marcy is hiding a ton of secrets. Perhaps she used to be an escort. She's a survivor, a gangster. I like that she just described her as a gangster. But like a really polite, passive-aggressive gangster. Beautifully dressed, yes. yes. Elegantly dressed gangster. With excellent posture. She does have really good posture, doesn't she? She does. So yeah, Marcy Coates wasn't a particularly large character this season she was she didn't have a whole lot of screen time which was a little disappointment to me i do really like amanda bruegel i was excited to hear she was going to be a, a guest star i was hoping we get a little more and amanda bruegel but she was an important player in allison's storyline she was really the instigator for allison's big storyline for season three you say instigator she was she's allison's nemesis <laughs> It's true. She was Allison's nemesis, which makes me want to talk about her in the context of also Ainsley, because I feel like last season there wasn't so much a neighborhood threatening presence because they were dealing with with Donnie. Mm -hmm. He was really the Allison's neighborhood threatening presence. But now we have Marcy, and I feel like she acts in a similar way to Ainsley, but not quite the same. Do you have thoughts about that? I agree with you, but Ainsley's like the the frenemy kind of a thing with like they're mm -hmm. they're friends, but maybe they aren't so much friends. But yeah, I, as opposed to Marcy Coates, who is just an outright again nemesis. And the threat from Ainsley felt so much more personal. Even though we see Marcy Coates come to Allison's house 
it didn't feel quite as personal as as Ainsley, who just was all up in Allison's bedroom and in her like the personal spaces of her home. So uh, Ainsley felt more like a, a more intimate threat, whereas Marcy is more of like this outsider threat. True. Yes. Which, of course, is how she's introduced to that. She's the person running for school board or school trustee or whatever it is. It's school trustee. And it is basically trying to get Allison's part of the neighborhood out of the school district, right? Wasn't that what it was? Yes, that's what they implied is that she was campaigning on redrawing the district lines and it would exclude Allison's neighborhood. Which Allison was just not going to have. I am very glad that they didn't end up killing Marcy. I remember, I think it's in the first episode where she and Dottie are talking about the whole redistricting thing and they're both like she has to go <laughs> and i remember when we saw that originally we're like are they gonna kill her please tell me they're not gonna kill her <laughs> yeah there was like a collective oh no <laughs> i think everybody suddenly got very nervous for marcy coates <laughs> <laughs> run amanda Bruegel, run <laughs> i think you did say that yes <laughs> but yeah i'm i don't know i'm i'm glad they didn't kill her <laughs> yeah because, yeah. uh, you know, she, of course, being the nemesis, it was a possibility. <laughs> but I don't think she did anything actually bad enough. Or again, the fact that it's not as personal a threat makes it less likely that they'd kill her, I right. hope. But, uh, you know, she's still out there, though. So who knows mm-hmm. what's going to happen next season. Do we think that we'll see her again in future seasons? I, cause I, I liked that she created, she also sort of like stirred the friction between Allison and her mother. Cause there was the, the episode where she ended up giving the speech at the school in the cafetorium. I love that it was called a cafetorium. And that, that was where, you know, Marcy was really rubbing it in Allison's face that her mother seemed to be supporting her rather than Allison. So she also played a part in that storyline that we got with Allison and her mother. And so I thought she was used in some interesting ways, but she's otherwise a fairly flat character. And I am curious if we might see her again and she might become a little bit more rounded out. I mean, this would certainly be a good opportunity for it because she was always the one in the position of power before, but now Allison has her old position. Mm -hmm. So how is that going to change the dynamic between their characters if she comes back, which I'm not sure she will. She doesn't have to, right? but it might be interesting and rewarding to have her reappear. Yeah. And Amanda Bruegel, I think, would be up for that. She was super enthusiastic about guest starring on the show. It was pretty cute to see how excited she was on Twitter. It was. She was. She was pretty uh, enthusiastic. Can I say, I think something that I, I think I always wanted to mention about Marcy over the season, but I don't think I ever did in one of our podcast episodes is, and this is me being being a bit critical of Orphan Black, and I want to clarify up front that Orphan Black is not the only TV show that is guilty of this problem. But Orphan Black is a very white show. It is. Part of that is the fact that the majority of their main characters are played by one person who happens to be a white woman. However, they don't have a lot of supporting casts that are are people of color. So when they were bringing Amanda Bruegel on, while I was happy to see Amanda Bruegel, I think she did a great job in this role. I I was a little disappointed that she, as a person of color, was cast in this kind of nemesis role. Mm -hmm. And it also felt a little, maybe dissonant is a good word for it the fact that she also as a woman of color it was supposed to be campaigning 
to redistrict the the school, redraw the, the district lines for the school. And historically, when that's happened, it's been white people trying to exclude people of color from their fancy smancy school districts. So it was a little weird for me. But maybe maybe Marcy was like a, a secret crusader and she was like redistricting it to get more of the communities of color in a better school district. Maybe I should think of it that way. <laughs> maybe we don't. We'll never know. Or maybe I know. we will know. I, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> that <laughs> statement made no sense at all. I'm sorry. But and and that, that sounds like I'm being overly critical. It was just something that felt a little strange to me, I guess. But it's that's just me personally. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you wonder is like are the are the writers sitting around thinking like let's turn the tables here, right? I don't know. Yeah, but because you know, on the other hand, you know, she is a woman of color. She's beautifully dressed, well spoken. Clearly has a professional job that she's excelling at. She lives in kind of a an upper class neighborhood, so. You know, she's not being cast in a really stereotypical role that's often reserved for for characters who are people of color. Uh, but and I now love her suits. She just has great suits. She did always look just fabulous. She did. Those are our thoughts about Marcy Coates and her superlative sartorial choices. No, no, no. <laughs> her superlative sartorial selection. There we go. Ooh, nice. <laughs> You can go and tell us your thoughts about Marcy. You can leave a comment on our show notes at tatianaiseveryone.com slash 87. You can send us an email, feedback at tatianaiseveryone.com. You can record a voice memo with your smartphone and email it to us. Or you can call our listener voicemail line at 972-514-7223. You can also find us on Twitter at TIE Podcast, and we are also on Facebook. Also, Tatiana is everyone is part of the Ask Genre TV family of podcasts. You can find our other podcasts about Lost Girl and Killjoys at askgenretv.com. In this episode, Marcy Suits were played by Tatiana Maslani. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>